Welcome to the Day Social Media Diet Podcast. Join us each week as we defy the trends, get back to basics, and prepare yourself for the ever-changing apocalyptic world of digital marketing. You'll leave with practical tools, real information, and strategies to build a business you love, full of customers you can't wait to serve. This is a podcast by BH Marketing Firm with your hosts, Becky Harrington and Hillary Kay. Well, hi, listener. Welcome back to the Day Social Media Diet podcast with your hosts, Becky Harrington and Hillary Kay. This is a podcast for those people who want to be prepared for the ever-changing apocalyptic digital world and be prepared to serve your business and your clients long into the future. So I'm Becky Harrington. I make up the B to the H in BH Marketing Firm. We are a full-service digital marketing agency. And also, this is something kind of new, but we also have started to do product development. Um, And this is because it just kept coming up over and over and over again. So what does that mean? We've actually started putting together product strategies like pricing structures, course developments, and revenue plans. Um, So if you're even just in the stages of thinking about developing a product or you are in business and you're developing a new product, you might consider having a call with us so we can talk to you about ways that we are using marketing plus product strategy to better plan out um, for the future and make you more confident in your product launch. Uh, So this has just been a natural add-on and we're super excited, super excited to be offering this. So I'm joined with my co-host and business partner, Hillary Kay. Say hi, Hillary. Hello, everybody. All right. Yeah, I was, sorry, Becky. I'm like already interrupting you and trying to put in my... (laughs) Put in what all I have to say. I'm about to ask you a question because Hillary and I don't work like in the same office. You might think that like we, we, we talk a lot, but she's on the other side of the country. We don't even have the same time zone. Um, we have opposite time zones. So, um, I wanted to ask you, Hillary, what was your favorite project that you worked on this summer? I think it kind of goes in line with what you were saying a little bit ago about us starting to work more on product strategy and things like that. And there has been um, a couple of coaches that we've been working for that I have just had the most fun developing their product funnels and figuring out the best way to have their products work best for them and how, how it flows. And so it's been a lot um, more strategy work this summer than tactical work. That has really been a lot of fun for me and I can get in a zone, hit up my favorite, you know, shop. There's a shop in um, the town I live in, in North Carolina, that it's beer and records. And so whenever I have a strategy plan this summer, that's like the spot I go to. And it's just been nice to get in the zone and um, listen to some good music and just, yeah, those are, those have definitely been my favorites this summer. What's been your least favorite project, Hillary? (laughs) (laughs) Don't even get me started. Anything that has to do with copy and pasting information is my least favorite project. (laughs) While while you may think that our life is glamorous and all we do is marketing strategy, Hillary also had a project that we took on for some reason, for good reasons, I'm sure. And... uh, she had to do it because that was just the way it went. And it was a very tedious copy paste project that she's been doing for three full days, eight hours a day. So that's just a little look into the glamorous life of a marketing, digital marketing owner. Uh, so 
today we're going to be talking about something that is um, pretty near and dear to our heart. And the reason why we want to have this conversation is because, uh, well, we find that a lot of small businesses are in this um, category. And actually, a lot of female-owned businesses kind of get into this category. Um, and I think it's because we are, as women, we are so good at working on a budget. Like we will figure it out. If we want to get something done and we only have X amount of dollars, we will, what I call duct tape, bootstrap, and DIY to get it done. Um, and that is what makes us really successful in our homes. And, but it's not something that makes us super successful in our businesses. And so we're going to talk today a little bit about what the side effects of DIY marketing look like. So Hillary, you have some side effects to share so that maybe our listener who doesn't know that they're in this category, could you share some side effects from duct taping, bootstrapping and DIY marketing overload? Absolutely. And I feel like I should like do this in the voice on those pharmaceutical commercials. Like if you were experiencing stomach problems and a headache, then you might, it might be time for you to see a doctor, but I won't because that way I probably couldn't get through it. So I will just read these in my regular voice. So if you are experiencing any of the following symptoms, you might be suffering from the effects of duct taping, bootstrapping, or DIY marketing overload. Number one, marketing insecurity. The feeling that you aren't totally sure that you have the right plan or tactics to get where you want to go. Number two, the hamster wheel effect. If you feel like you're running and getting nowhere. Number three, seasickness. This is often from being tossed by the wind of the next marketing trend over and over and over again. Number four, conversion confusion. When you are doing all the things but are not seeing the desired results. So if you are uh, feeling any of these categories, then you might want to keep listening because not only can we diagnose your problem and explain what that means, but we also have some solutions to share with you as well. So before we get into our episode, um, it is back to school season. And so that means getting back on track and that might mean getting back on track with your marketing. So we want you to join us at bhmarketingfirm.com. We have an article section where we write blog posts. Um, and about all kinds of areas of expertise that we have. There's a, it's a great um, place to go as a learning center, especially if Facebook advertising has you scratching your head. We've got resources for, for you there. Um, we also have a new quiz feature. So um, if quizzes is something that you want to try this fall as a lead capture to grow your email database, um, we have a one-time setup where we would develop your quiz, set it up, put it on your website, and you don't have to pay for it monthly. So a lot of the quiz apps out there, they give you the option to use multiple quizzes and you have to pay a monthly service for as long as your quiz is on your website. The downside of that is that we found that most people don't need multiple quizzes, that they really only need one quiz and that you don't really need to pay for it over and over again. So we have a one-time setup quiz feature. You can go on our website. There's a whole landing page under hire, the hire section of our website. So go check that out at bhmarketingfirm.com. Okay. So duct tape, we're going to start with duct taping and bootstrapping. And I put these two together. Um, so duct taping is 
when you hire a handful of super cheap gig workers, the high school neighbor who taught themselves to build a website, you go and make a free template through your Google or through GoDaddy or Wix or whatever. Um, that is what I call duct taping. That's kind of like, I went to the bottom of the barrel and just got a website up. Um, bootstrapping is where you're using maybe the latest software like lead pages or um, there's a whole bunch of different subscription services and you kind of have them all like sort of bootstrapped together <laughs> to make some sort of marketing thing but there's a bunch of broken pieces and you're not you're not actually using the tools the way that they're designed to be made and uh, it's tedious every time you have to go update something so you never update anything and it kind of looks like that. So um, Hillary, why don't you start with sharing some of the pros of duct taping and bootstrapping? Sure. As like with all of this, there are going to be some what you would think are obvious pros um, and that's why you you decide you want to duct tape or bootstrap it together. So things that can look like pros are getting your business off the ground for a very cheap price. Um, often you're able to have these gig workers and these people at your beck and call and they can turn things over quickly and do anything at the last minute because they're just trying to make a buck and they don't, you know, they, they don't really care about the strategy. They're just trying to, you know, turn around a project fast for you. Um, and then like the same thing is they're not going to be, you won't be bothered or um, like you feel like you can text them whenever and they can, you know, get what you need when you want it and that it'll just be done quickly. So basically you can get it done quick and cheap. So those are, you know, those are legitimate pros. And I think a lot of times when you start working, if you, when, when people switch from working with like a bunch of gig workers into an agency, I think one of the big culture shocks that they usually experience is they get put into a production schedule. And that is sometimes like, wow, well, wait a minute, you can't get this done tomorrow. Um, because, you know, a, a legit agency um, will have other clients and they have to fit you into a schedule. Um, but they also won't stop uh, an agency also stops you and says, well, wait a minute, why are we doing this? Why are you, why are we doing this tactic? I don't think this fits within your strategy. They, they push back on you. And so that can be like kind of the culture shock that changed, but, um, here's some of the cons <laughs> of bootstrapping and duct taping. So oftentimes when you bootstrap and, and duct tape something together, you have to start over. Um, because oftentimes you don't have a strategy, you don't have a reason, or you build it on a platform that can't grow where you're trying to grow. And so you have to start over. And this is a painful thing for small businesses, because if you've gone through the through website development, it's kind of like building a house. You never want to do it again. <laughs> You're happy when it's done and you never want to do it again. So, um, you know, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, now I have to start over and it's going to be more expensive this time. And um, so oftentimes you have to redevelop. The other thing is you have lower conversion rates. Um, when you don't invest in what you need in the first place, your conversions will match that. Um, it's kind of like spend $5 now, spend $500 later. Um, and also it doesn't actually necessarily always end up being cheaper. Sometimes you, you, because you're hiring a gig worker and you don't know the right questions to ask when you interview them, you can end up having them do work that you have to pay someone else to do over. It can cost you. And then 
subscription service um, services add up. So all of those little, oh, it's only $19 a month. Suddenly you're like, how am I spending $500 a month in subscription services that you could have been investing into something that you owned outright and didn't have to pay for monthly? And that's something that we see a lot. Also, um, I should just mention this, oftentimes when you're using these subscription services, they're not giving you domain authority. They're, all of your traffic is going into their services and their domains, and so you don't get the SEO. So you might have a website up for an entire year, and it has the same amount of domain authority as, in, as, um, as day one, because every time you're sending people out um, away from your domain when they're doing things on these services. So those are some of the cons. Take us into the next one, Hill. All right, so the next one is DIY marketing. So this is things like taking online e-courses and following the waves of the latest trends that are in the moment of marketing. So we see this a lot, ClickFunnels was huge for a while and everybody when it came to funnel marketing was like, ooh, I just have to be on ClickFunnels. Um, so they did everything on ClickFunnels and I can't tell you how many people now we move off of ClickFunnels <laughs> um, because they were just following the trend. They weren't spending time to re you know, research it. They were just like looking at all these, you know, people that like, you can build your own funnel fast and it's only, you know, a hundred dollars a month. And, you know, and so it kind of, it kind of falls, falls into that category. So um, there are some pros to DIY marketing and Becky's going to tell you a couple of those and then I'll get into some of these cons. So, we believe in client education, actually. So when we say DIY, it doesn't mean that we don't want you to be educated. Um, and we actually spend a lot of time edu doing education with our clients. We offer courses because we think ed education helps our clients better understand what we're doing for them and why it gives, and it also gives them confidence in the plan that we're putting together because they understand um, the meanings behind it. So we are big believers in client education. Um, and oftentimes when you go down the DIY path, you end up taking a lot of courses. And so you do end up becoming educated, which is great. I think that's one of the pros of kind of getting in as a small business owner and saying, okay, I'm going to DIY this is um, you come out more educated. You understand how to use Canva. You understand um, how Facebook advertising works um, from a, you know, from from a surface level, um, you can ask better questions. So th those are some of the pros I think that come out of DIYing it is that you do end up becoming more educated. Um, but there are, and we also believe that there are things that you should be able to do on your own. Like every business owner needs to be able to go in Canva and make a quick graphic to put on social media or add to something. You shouldn't have to pay someone for every little thing, especially when a, you know, a program like Canva exists. Um, we think that you should be able to make your own videos for social media and use the Calendly tool to you know, have people auto schedule onto your calendar and post a Zoom meeting. All of these things are things that we think you should be confident in. And when you go down the path of doing DIY marketing, you learn how to do all this stuff that you're like, wow, I can, I can build my own blog post. I can do a lot of those things. Um, but I think there's a little bit of a slippery slope on Absolutely. that education. Yeah, absolutely. And so what happens when you're doing this DIY, you know, Googling for how, you know, the best way to set up a, a funnel or for, you know, for example, um, there's a lot of information on the internet that isn't always right. And people are posting content 
like based on their agenda. Like there's a lot of these like lead pages is a really great example of this. They, you know, they teach you and they have tutorials on how to set up your landing page and, you know, we'll, we'll teach you how to do X, Y, and Z and you can do it all yourself. But what they don't tell you is you're getting really terrible SEO by using their product and, you know, things like that. So all this education is great. Learning what a, a landing page is, is great, but they're not some of this education doesn't have a good foundation. And then in the end, you're just going to be confused because you're going to be like, well, I thought a landing page was supposed to do this, but mine's not doing this. And you know, you're telling me something else. And so it just creates a lot of um, confusion and then figuring out which trends we're not saying all trends are bad. Like there it's, it's important to stay on top of trends, but figuring out which trends are right for your business, um, is a skill. And that's why there's experts in, in marketing and agencies, because we do stay on top of every single trend as much as we can. And we're going to give you unbiased advice on which tools to use because we have, you know, we've, tested them all and, you know, um, go through the, um, process of learning which ones work and which ones don't. So this is our practical wrap up for you. So first of all, consult an expert. Um, maybe you don't have the budget to hire an agency to do everything. We get it. We are, you know, we were once a small business too. We understand that in the beginning, when you're starting your business, you don't have the money to to hire an agency to do everything. That doesn't always happen for people that they come in with thousands of dollars to invest. But what you can do is consult with an agency on a strategy. So many agencies, including ours, will do a quick two hour session and give you a full strategy report. Um, for a few hundred dollars, you can get something like that done. And that will at least give you a direction and a navigation and a guide map to follow. Um, and if you decide to go DIY um, some of the stuff, like we said, there's pros to it. There's good, you know, you as a business owner do need to learn how to do some marketing things and you'll make it your goal that I <laughs> eventually make enough money to outsource this because you're not, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be hard work. Um, but at least go and get like a consultation from an expert so that you're you're starting off with a strong foundation. They might tell you something like, hey, if you wanna put up a website yourself for free, go to WordPress, get a template, to do the tutorial videos and learn how to do it. Because at least when you're on WordPress from the beginning, you'll be on a foundational structure that can grow with you where you need to grow. But if you go and build your website on Wix or one of some of these other free builders, you're going to have to move eventually because you're not going to be able to use some of the automation tools that are out there. You're going to constantly be limited from an e-commerce perspective. These are the kinds of things that an agency can guide you with is it, if you're going to do it this way, at least do it, do it like this, build, build a strong foundation you can grow off of. Um, so what's our next practical thing? All right. So you need to figure out what you can do yourself and what you need to outsource. Right. So we always tell clients like when we, cause we do these strategies for clients there, there are clients that come to us. We do a really intense strategy session, build them out a strategy document at the end. We say, here's here, we can do everything we just did. You know, we just told you you need to do for you, but we work with them like, okay, we can do some of it we can do all of it or we can do none of it. But it, you know, that's when you have to figure out what you, what you can 
do and what you do want to outsource. And that's fine. And, and most um, agencies will work with you on that. Um, as long as, you know, you follow that, that strategy with when, once you deviate, um, <laughs> from that, that's when it gets a little hairy. Um, but yeah, it really sit down and figure out what you personally know you can do and what you need to outsource. And sometimes like that just looks at your strengths, right? Like what are your strengths and weaknesses as, as a person and as an individual, if you're not the type of person that likes tedious work, you should probably not be the one to set up your funnel. Um, that's just it. But if you're, you, if you're the type of person that's more creative, then yeah, maybe you should design your graphics and, you know, things like that. Just lean when you're deciding what to do for yourself and what to outsource, like lean to your strengths. And the last thing is, um, scarcity mindset, um, says I can't afford that. An abundance mindset says I will find the resources to pay for that. And you know what, if you are, if you have a dream to build a business and you are telling me that you don't have money to invest in your product, which is your product or your marketing, but you're still paying to get your eyelashes done and you're spending a thousand dollars a month at the salon and the wax studio and blah, 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 blah. Or you're, you know, paying for that expensive cable package or whatever. You're going to Starbucks three times a day. If you're still doing all of that and you can spend that money, but you can invest it in your business. I'm going to say you need to rethink your finances because there will be a, maybe what you need to do is you need to, to tighten the belt at home so that you can build a business that will give you abundance for the future so that you can go to the salon anytime you want, but there Amen. might be, yes, <laughs> and you can get there. We can help you do that, but Sometimes you have to be willing to invest in your future. So we hope you enjoyed listening to our episode um, today. We look forward to um, talking to you again. We've got another great episode next week planned for taking action. Um, and I'm really excited about this episode because this is an action season. We are ready to go back to school. We are ready to take the next action in our businesses. So Hillary's got a great um, uh, episode planned out for us. So remember, you can find out more about what we talked about today in more detail by visiting bhmarketingfirm.com slash podcast um, or in the description of the app you're using. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to today's episode um, and you've been a regular listener, would you go leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play? Those reviews really help more people like you find our podcast. Um, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.